0: Hi, I'm Mike and I'm Dan.
1: Welcome back to 15 minute film fanatics. We had a great season one. Thank you so much for listening Uh, in this episode. We want to do something a little bit different. This is a bonus episode. We're going to talk about movies that we didn't cover this season that we might like to cover next season. If you are listening to this episode, please like or subscribe and let us know what you want us to cover in season two.
0: Yeah, we'll take requests. So you can follow us on Twitter at one five M.I.N. film, 15 minute film fanatics. Please let us know. We have way more movies that we want to do that we could do in a season. But we did our first 20 movies together. Um, This started out kind of as a lark, but it really took off. So um, let's start. Mike and I each have a list, which we obviously did not share with each other about ideas. So maybe, Mike, we can go back and forth like you say one, I'll say one. and We could just like riff about the movie for a second.
1: Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, so, so what- just wanted to start off. Dan, do you have any good
0: foreign films on your list? Uh, yes, I do. Well, I tried to get one from different categories. Hit me. So I thought, I thought, um, well, why not do the seven? Why not do Seven Samurai?
1: Ah, man. So okay, so I have I have the Seven Samurai. <laughs> do you really? That's the first thing on my
0: that's, <laughs> that's the first one on my list.
1: Um, I I considered a lot of different Japanese films and then a lot of different kurosawa films. Um, I was thinking Throne of Blood. Have you ever seen yeah, Throne yeah, of Blood? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So for for uh, listeners who are not familiar with the film A uh, Throne of Blood is uh, Kira Kurosawa's take uh, on Macbeth, yes. uh, which is totally terrifying uh, and, and out of context is, is just done in his inimitable style. But uh, I thought that The Seven Samurai would really resonate with the audience. And of course, it's, um, it's inspired thousands of, of other movies <laughs> in yeah. its own right.
0: Yeah, Throne of Blood is great because you get the first you get to see the man become a human porcupine, and um, the other great thing about Seven Samurai, which is you know what I, you know what Roger Ebert said about that movie? What he said he thinks it's the first movie where a team is assembled to do a job. Is that yeah. interesting? I,
1: I I'm not i buying that. I'm I'm gonna find out <laughs> find out that what year that is for our episode on Seven Seven, seven Samurai and have an anti uh,
0: yeah okay we'll we'll see okay so that's your first one okay. So let me give you my first one. Go for it. Uh, so my first one was um, we should do uh, Sweet Smell of Success. Do you know Sweet Smell of Success? I don't. Oh, uh, with Burt Lancaster and Tony Curtis. G- Burt Lancaster plays this kind of Walter Winchell figure, but it's a terrific, terrific movie about, about um, celebrity and about um, uh, the maniacal of figures that gossip columnists write about. It's, it's totally, totally right on the money. So Burt Lancaster and Tony Curtis, you cannot go wrong.
1: So, uh, no, it, that, that sounds fantastic. Uh, before we roll into the next segment and talk maybe about some action movies or some Westerns, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you have some Westerns. Yep. Um, I would like to talk about one more uh, foreign film that I have on my list. What's that? Um, which is Ingmar Bergman's Wild Strawberries. Have you ever seen that? A long time ago. Uh, I think it's brilliant. I just saw... Um, Who's that? Who's the famous interviewer guy from the '70s uh, who just sat down with everybody? He knew he knew everybody. That's the one where Norman Mailer got in a fight with. No, Norman Mailer got in a fight oh. with Truman Capote. Um, <laughs> darn it! Well, <laughs> I, 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 I saw that guy interview Ingmar Bergman, and it renewed my interest and totally, totally sucked me in. Okay, uh, and and ended up watching the entire movie again a couple of weeks ago, and was just blown away um, by how. Uh, uh, how introspective the movie was the the things that uh that ingmar bergman is able to do with kind of phantasmagoric image uh-huh. um you know I, I think a lot of people would go for the seventh seal and i just don't think that people know more than the seventh seal so i would yeah. love to do an episode on wild strawberries
0: okay fair enough. i just saw autumn sonata for the first time like about a year ago really yeah that was really really great i mean it's not the kind of like it's, it's totally talk about like a, the anti-saturday night movie but um it's really, I thought it was terrific. It was
1: terrific.
0: Uh, yeah, you can't watch any of Ingmar Bergman's films. Uh, <laughs> Saturday on, night. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, right. Okay, right. Let's so, keep going. Let's keep going. Okay. Let me give you one more. So um, let, let me see. What's, what's a crime movie you have on your list? Uh, uh, so I
1: have Double Indemnity.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's a t- terrific pick. I had Reservoir Dogs.
1: That's a great movie. Uh, yeah. That's very, very much underrated.
0: I totally. It, it, it's his best movie by a mile.
1: Yeah, I think what happened was in, in Pulp Fiction he got away with a lot and then kind of um kind of ran off. I will admit, um I have a weakness for Inglorious Bastards and yeah, the, re- that, that's, the, re- that's the good. reason is the, the reason is I'm such a grump at the movies <laughs> and my a, a bunch of friend, a bunch of friends, you know, I'm the guy that we get out of the movie and everybody's right. like, That was great and I got go yeah. Um, you know, but what happened was we went out uh, for my birthday. Uh, it came out right around my birthday. We saw Inglourious Bastards and everybody, we got out of the movie and everybody paused and went, so what'd you think? And I was like, do you want to go back in and just see it again right now? <laughs> because uh, that was, that was the most fun I had had in the movie for a long time. Yeah. I, I truly love Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs is disturbing. Um, and the performances are fantastic. Yeah. Everybody forgets Tim Roth is even in that movie for yep. me. He carries that movie.
0: It's his be- It's his- I think it's Tarantino's best movie. I saw it over and over in the movies when it first came out. I think I think it's three great movies that that Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown. I think Jackie Brown's a great movie too. Because was- I think did he all the director did he just write and produce. He bo- he did he directed and he wrote Jackie Brown. I mean it's based upon an Elmer Leonard novel, At- Elmore and Leonard, I love yeah. Elmer Leonard, and 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 uh, there's so many movies based on Elmer Leonard novels, but I think that Tarantino got it right. And actually, Elmer Leonard before he died said that that was the best movie made of any of his books. So I just think that's a great one to do.
1: Well, there's, there's been a ton of them. So that's, that's
0: high praise indeed. All right, let's pause here and then we'll, uh, we'll come back for the next segment. Great. Hi, welcome back. So this is the bonus episode where we're kind of talking about movies we wish we had time for or movies that we hope we could do in season two. Um, and uh, Mike, I think, you, I think you meant Dick Cavett. Before. I did mean Dick Cavett. You got it, so of course. If you,
1: if you have not seen Ingmar Bergman um, on the Dick Cavett show, what a great interviewer <laughs> and uh, what a great director.
0: All right, good, good. All right, so give me another movie.
1: Okay, so I have a ton of Westerns um, that I wish we had time for. Uh, I think that my favorite or the most important uh, might be The Searchers. I don't yes. know if that appeared on your yes. on your list.
0: It wasn't even on my list because it's one of my two all-time favorite movies. And I'm like, well, eventually that'll be our season 10 finale or something. <laughs> um, but I think The Searchers is, is just – I don't even know if you could talk about it. We either have to do a 15-minute episode or we have to spend the rest of our lives doing episodes on it. Uh, th- granted um <laughs> it, can, do you have any westerns yeah i mean i have um i had like some like stri- well we, we could do um like real bravo is great to do oh yeah that's a great speaking of tarantino you know tarantino once said that that was the movie he would show um dates and how they reacted to it would determine whether he'd go out with them
1: the searchers or real bravo <laughs> no,
0: real bravo oh,
1: okay because <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to imagine tarantino on the couch yeah. with a girl during the scene where john wayne cries and just yes like sl- slowly
0: or- peeking over Putting, going to hold his going to hold her hand and put his arm around her while scars coming into it you know before he uh you know steals the women and burns the place down yeah um yeah so i had that one did you ever see once upon a time in the west yeah the sergio lady movie yeah, yeah. so it sounds like I, you know that might be a fun one to talk about um certainly not as good as a searchers rio bravo uh do you have any other westerns uh i have a yeah i have
1: two just start uh, rattling
0: them off so they're
1: uh, they're they're not like rio bravo westerns they're uh, the western as an exploration of man's soul so I, I chose the the man who shot liberty balance great movie and uh unforgiven which is a, a personal favorite too. of mine um yeah. you know the, the, i think even just the story of unforgiven being written in 1977 and yeah. bouncing around in production hell uh forever and then yeah. getting made um it, just such a great story
0: yeah because i also thought about the good like we should do the good the bad and the ugly that'd be a good one to do I thought about even the outlaw Josie Wales. I think is a great movie, even though it's not technically a western. I guess, but um, and the remake of True Grit, which which I think is oh, far re- superior. The know. remake of True Grit is is wonderful. You know, nothing yeah. against the Duke, but that was just not that was just a yeah. new cast. Yeah, the Duke was there. It was all all wrong, all wrong. But the Coen brothers got it right. So speaking of the Coen brothers, I had Miller's Crossing on my list.
1: Miller's Crossing is just one of those movies that I, I know you have memorized and I have memorized. Yeah. And uh, and <laughs> you know, it, you, do you ever get a bad performance out of? Uh, out of anybody who appeared no. in the film?
0: No, That's a good, that's against six degrees, uh, five, uh, whatever degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of thing. Like, yeah. are there any bad performances? There? No, there's not. I think it's a, I think it's a great movie. I, I watch it over and over and over. I have it practically memorized and I think that'd be a good one to talk about. Um, here's another one for you. Um, what what say you, we, we should do Godfather 3.
1: So I have not seen the Godfather 3, which I think okay. you well know. However, I don't have anything against the Godfather 3.
0: It just hasn't come up. Yeah, okay, good. So you're not philosophically opposed to it. No. Because it's, everyone, it's, everyone knows, like, oh, you should Billy you, you know, it's a terrible, it doesn't even count. And I know it doesn't count, and it doesn't, but it's still interesting to talk about.
1: It's like if, so to me, the reason I never saw it is, like, at a certain point, Al Pacino becomes a caricature of himself and then comes right. back. So it's like watching uh, Francis Ford Coppola direct uh, uh, A Sense of a Woman, you know, who right. just did not appeal to me. Um, but uh, it, I would watch it for you.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a good one too. All right. Um, give me another one on your list. All right. Last one before we roll into the next segment.
1: I would love to do an episode on some like it hot. I don't know how to do, really. I don't know how to do an episode on some like it hot without yeah. just talking about funny moments in some like it hot. Uh-huh. Uh What do you think of it?
0: No, that's good. I mean, I have, it's funny because that's not in my top, um, like, pantheon of movies. Really? Uh, yeah, just, I just – I don't know why, but um, I also haven't seen a long time. I haven't seen it a long time. So I would definitely be – that's definitely a great pick. I think, Jack, I mean, I, I think I,
1: Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis, you know, Marilyn Monroe yeah. aside, uh, are, yeah. just have incredible uh, comedic chemistry together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely – Give it another shot. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, let's pause for the last segment. You got it. Always be closing, Mike. Always be
1: closing. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to our third segment. We've been talking about movies we didn't have time for and possible picks uh, for the next season, just movies we like. Dan, you just mentioned something about your top pantheon on movies, so I assume that your next pick is in your
0: top pantheon of movies. Well, yeah, my next book. So I'm just going to rattle off a bunch of movie titles and you tell me what you think. Some are in my top it. pantheon. Some I just think are interesting, right? I thought it would be fun to do a, um, a concert movie like The Last Waltz, I think is great. Oh, it's not yeah. making sense. Um, I think those are both great. Well, you, you
1: actually just picked my two favorite concert movies. Um, really? Yeah. So Last, Last Waltz, I have every single um, I have every single song memorized. And then I, yeah, only like, I only like the versions of those songs now that are on Last Waltz. Like I don't, I don't <laughs> listen, even listen to Helpless anymore um, without <laughs> wanting to hear Neil Young play the intro and then say, we got him now, Robbie. And then we, we got him now, play. Robbie. Uh, yeah.
0: Did you see there's a new documentary out about the band, about Robbie Robertson? No, I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, it just came out. It's like, just came out. Um, so.
1: And I, so I, think, I think the interview of David Byrne, interviewing David Byrne at the, uh, the yeah. beginning of Stop Making Sense is absolutely
0: incredible totally great totally great so that's good that's one of them i thought um raging bull is a great thing to talk about raging bull's Um, a
1: fantastic movie
0: fantastic movie his girl friday uh okay his girl friday you just picked another one on my list so this is great now anyone listening out there we did not rehearse this i promise this was all spontaneous (laughs) um so his girl friday is a great one vertigo i had on my list
1: uh i considered it but i figured that we would of course do vertigo at some point because you you think it's i mean well widely recognized as hitchcock's greatest film but, yeah i think it's his greatest movie yeah. right
0: and then i had um what i have on there the bridge on the river Kwai*. brilliant um did not okay. make my list but definitely my champion. Okay. all right and then i figured we could have a uh, room for um room for maybe like another documentary because we did um we did they shall not grow old sure. so i thought of um did you ever see crazy love no i oh, about it wa- it, you know what? It's one of those movies that if you don't know, you should know nothing about it. Just watch it. <laughs> it's a documentary. Um, that's all you should know about it. It's, okay. uh, trust me, you don't read the box, but it's, it's disturbing and, um, and uh, off-putting. And then I thought we could have a lot of space for like, new movies as they come out. So what's on your list that we can get uh, to?
1: Well, I, I have the absolute opposite of a new movie, which is I would like to do City Lights.
0: Really? Okay. I just saw that. I just saw that. Um, f- uh, I mean, f- not for the first time, but again, um, with, with one of my kids. And I just said, just watch this movie. And it was, we had a lot of fun watching it. It's great. Yeah, I, lo- I love City Lights. I-, I find it extremely
1: poignant. And um, I just think it's the best thing that Chaplin ever did. I- I'm also, um, critics didn't like it very much. He did a talkie late in his career called Limelight, where he played a, um, a-, a caricature of himself as Charlie Chaplin. Really? Which is uh, like as a washed out vaudeville actor, which is <laughs> really? a great movie. Oh, really? yeah oh, I'd like to see that one that, that might be a good one to do um and then I was thinking this this these two didn't make my list, but um as I was thinking about silent movies. I love the original Nosferatu by F.W. Murnau, <laughs> uh-huh, and then uh-huh. I was thinking uh, there's also oh, a, there's it. also a great movie about the making of that movie, yeah. Shadow of the Vampire, Shadow of the Vamp- with and, Willem Dafoe, right? Exact with Willem Dafoe from yeah. The Lighthouse. So I thought a yeah. great double feature would be to do uh, uh, Nosferatu and then a Shadow of the Vampire.
0: Monkey <laughs> Pump, <laughs> an excuse to scream monkey, monkey Pump. Yes, I think that would be a great one. That would be a great one. Oh, that's good. Speaking, speaking thinking in double features,
1: right? So what else is on your list? No, you've 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 exhausted it. Um, so that, that, that's all I got. I mean, I've got more ideas, but definitely um, would love to bring a little bit more attention to some great silent uh, silent films.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. So that's just what we have. But anyone listening, please, please let us know what you think. You could leave us a message on Anchor, if you, and you can get to that through the Apple Podcast uh, site or wherever you get your podcast. or please tweet to us. We're really, really grateful for everyone that's been listening.
1: Yeah, we've got plenty of room. Please keep listening, and thanks as always. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye-bye.